guys welcome back to according to i'm megan and i'm sierra this week on according to we are going to be talking about our thoughts related to manifestation astrology horoscopes kind of like that realm of thinking i don't know yeah i feel like it's always fun to look at topics even if you don't fully agree with them and see like why do some people agree with them are there any like similarities like can we find common ground on things that are related to manifestation or whatever that we do think has some merit and instead of completely like turning our backs to it and saying like it's dumb it's stupid whatever um and i think because we both actually like have some notes for this episode and i think going through and planning stuff out like it just seems like a fun little conversation and topic to discuss so we will definitely get into that but first we have to do our weekly spotlights so if sierra would like to go first she can uh i think my weekly spotlight is just related to Being on Thanksgiving break, I've been very sluggish in the best way, I guess, these last couple of days. I honestly had really high hopes for the productivity level that I would uh, show on break, and I'm not quite reaching it, but I'm also, like, kind of okay with it. So, we also, like, announced kind of like a TC2 break, I guess, which is sort of a relief, like, for me. It was rather relieving. Basically, what we decided to do is we had, like, this plan to come back and record with Maggie like do two different video ideas um but it was going to be like three different days of recording and it would have been manageable but at the same time none of us really wanted to and usually in the past when even if we didn't want to it was kind of like okay well we still need to like get a video up so just like suck it up get through it and we kind of just decided like let's not and let's just wait to record until we want to record yeah so we don't know exactly what that means uh, but it also, like, got to the point where we were investing more time and energy and, like, even money into videos that, like, aren't really, like, getting a ton of views anyways. And we just, like, they weren't videos that we, like, cared about that much. Yeah. So, for the time being, we're all vibing with our vlogs. Sierra and I are still doing Megan and Sierra. Maggie's actually been posting, like, weekly on her own channel, too. And I think that right now, for how busy we've all been, like, that's been what's been, in, like, a, something we can actually enjoy doing on YouTube, so... Of course, we enjoy doing the podcast as well. So here mm-hmm. we are. Um, also, I've been like on a reading frenzy. I just finished my third book now over break. Oh, yeah. We could do a little quick book so, update. Um, I read, I technically like, was reading this before break started, but like I'd barely started it. I read The Song of Achilles and then I read Megan's book, An Unwanted Guest. And we also went to Barnes & Noble. Megan got The Hating Game. Um, so I got The Hating Game. I literally finished it and like, less than two days it was a very good book like it's up there and probably like um I don't know about like total books but like for romance definitely maybe like top two or three I really enjoyed it and it was like not calling Hoover surprisingly um but I already have well I went to Barnes and Noble technically I wanted to get um a different book because I already had like a list of books on my phone so I was trying to look for one of those but I was having a difficult time finding they were doing some rearranging. They were doing some rearranging, and I like didn't want to get in their way. And like literally, they were putting L's on the shelf, and I was trying to look for an author with like an L last name. And I was like, I don't want to bother you guys. So I went back to the book talk table and found always a f- safe place. Yeah, that table. I found the Hating Game, um, which was by. I wanted to look for one of the books I have on my list was Ninety Nine Percent Mine, which was by the same author, Sally Thorne. Yeah. So I was like, okay, like same author, I'll give it a go, and I really enjoyed it more than I thought I would. Um, it was just like a. I'll try and give, like, a brief synopsis. It was, like, these two people work together but are, like, enemies. So it's, like, an enemies to lovers trope. And I thought it was a good book. I gave it five out of five stars. So. Yeah. So I read that when Megan was done. I read it in less than 24 hours. Um, And now I'm on to Truly Devious, which is actually part of a series. It's kind of giving me, like, um, Inheritance Games vibes. But I think they're, like, at an academy or something. So we'll see if I like it. If I do, then maybe I'll finish the series. If not, then I'll be like, eh, never mind. Yeah, I don't know if I'll keep reading Overbreak necessarily. Sierra has books at our apartment that I'm kind of wanting to read, and I don't necessarily want to read The Song of Achilles, which is, like, the only option I have here unless <laughs> I want to go buy more books. Um, I think the next book that I want to read, though, is um, The Hawthorne Legacy, which is that second book in the Inheritance Games, and I haven't mm-hmm. read that yet, so. And I've got that waiting for you at our apartment, so. Yeah. Follow Sierra on Goodreads. <laughs> yeah, follow me. It's just my name. Uh, what, do you have anything to add for your highlight or spotlight or whatever we call um, it? My highlight, I feel like, was going back to our old gymnastics gym. We did that last night and haven't been there in probably, like, about a year. And so it was well, good to go Well, we've been there back. for recording. Yeah. But not, not like seeing the, people. An actual practice. 
Um, and so it was good to like see our old coaches and we literally haven't seen like some of the people that we did gymnastics with like literally in two years. So it was like, okay, let's go see <laughs> yeah. each other actually. And that was, nice. that was nice. And it was good to catch up. So made some Tootsie Rolls there. I don't know what they had candy for, but I was like, I love a good Tootsie Roll. Do you remember Halloween a couple years ago? We were in high school at this point, but like we got that giant bag of Tootsie Rolls. I think we were filming a video for TC2 and we like had to get candy because it was one of those Halloween videos that we did. And I was on a Tootsie Roll kick after that video. I was like, hold on. These are good. And so that's what I thought of when I was at the gym yesterday. Okay. How do you have your stuff organized? Because me and Sierra made separate notes. I don't really have it organized in a meaningful way. Like I do have like manifestation. I have manifestation first. And then I I have have like astrology and horoscopes second. So I did want to point out like I don't know how many of our listeners are like really like devoutly religious or whatever but like a lot of people have issue with like the idea of manifestation because they're like it's like the work of the devil or something like i know they're very anti-manifestation or like witchcraft stuff i definitely do see some people making comments related to that that's not me i don't really think it's that deep i'll just put that out there yeah i have what is it so i'll have (laughs) i'll give it a little definition this definition was from instyle.com and it says in the simplest terms manifestation is putting your intention towards something that you hope will happen than watching it happen in real life. In other words, if you think it will come true, then it'll come true. And a lot of people, like, this really does vary, like, how deep you want to go into this, because there are some people that, like, they really get into this, and it becomes, like, spiritual to them and stuff like that. And then there's the other extreme where Sierra was talking about, where um, people are like, this is the devil's work. Otherwise, there's just people where if I were to mess around with this, I'm more so, like, Good vibes out into the universe. Also, good vibes come back. I think like we should say, because, like, in our vlogs and stuff, you probably see this, but, like, Megan and I say all the time, like, oh, like, manifest. It's kind of a joke. Like, we don't say it really, like, seriously. So I feel like I should put that out there as, like, we're not, like, huge, like, manifestors. It's just, like, we say it as a joke of, like, uh, manifest that the Hawks will, like, win the Big Ten West. We can get yeah. the Big Ten Championship, you exactly. know? That's how I use it. <laughs> okay. And then I, I put the good vibes else. out there. I found something else. This is from, it's a quote, so I wanted to give the person credit. It's from Natalia Benson, who's an astrologer and woman empowerment coach. That's her title. Um, And woman. This was, I think, from the same article. And it just said that it's really powerful when we become aware enough to say, this is something I'd really like to experience in my life. Let's say it's a job or a relationship or an amount of money or a feeling in your body. Manifestation is really about understanding what it is that you want in your own life experience and then creating those outcomes. And I wanted to get your take on her explanation of that. I think that, I mean, I think it's a good explanation for, like, what manifestation is i feel like it gets tricky like not necessarily this quote but just like the idea of it some people think like manifestation is like hard and fast like if like if you build it they will come like that's kind of like the vibe i get from some people and i think most of the time manifestation like sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't like it just depends on the universe but you only notice it uh like when things actually happen you like manifest you're like oh my god it worked but then, like, how many things do you manifest that, like, don't come true? Yeah. I said that with her specific quote that I just read, I agree with that. Because I feel like, in a sense, it's almost now talking about, like, <clears throat> we're almost talking about smart goals. It's, like, if you have no idea, if you're not even thinking about, like, what you want from the future or out of your life, there is nothing to try and work towards. Versus if you are someone saying, like, I want this. This is my expectation for myself. And you, if there are actually, like, goals that you can, like, work towards, then I think, like more power to you Mm -hmm. then you can like create distinct goals and steps on like how you want to get there it's one the the people that lose me are the ones where it's like I'm manifesting like money to come into my life and it's just like what do you mean well I think what loses me like again the idea of manifestation I don't really have any issue with but it's the people who talk about like here's how to properly manifest like here's what you need to do in your journal that you like have for manifestation and then a lot of times these people like that are like these manifestation coaches like that's their job and now they're like selling manifestation yeah it starts to be one of those like it seems sleazy, a little like, slimy to it's me. like the girl version of like guys teaching guys how to like make money make money like and the gurus i don't even know what they are called but it's like how are you going to make money on like something you can't guarantee is going to have like the outcome that you're having people pay for yeah and then i save this technically towards the end because i feel like it ties all the way in but since you already kind of mentioned it I feel like another thing when Sierra brought up talking about you only notice it working when it works and then there's a million other times where you were possibly like manifesting something and then like nothing happens and you just like move on and so that's 
an example of like the frequency illusion or like because I knew that this was a thing but I had to look up like what it was actually called again so it's either called the frequency illusion or the batter meinhof phenomenon or frequency bias and so it's just when you start to notice things when they're actually popping up and then you take more and more note of them as they keep happening when in reality you're still forgetting like all the times it doesn't happen so it is technically like I feel like that's what helps feed people into like these horoscopes and believing them and with manifestation is because if it if you do it once and it works then you're like oh my god I'm gonna remember that versus every time it doesn't work it's like eh, nothing against it even though mm-hmm. it's like literally like data no that no you foul. have of like it didn't work this amount of time maybe it was just luck the other mm-hmm. part of the time it did work and then I feel like the other interesting thing to talk about with manifestation is like how different is the like idea or act of manifestation from just like I don't know I don't like karma necessarily because like some people think that it's like a whole like separate thing um but just like putting like the energy I say like energy loosely but like putting the good energy into the universe that like you put out brings you like good back and I'm not even trying to like say this as like some sort of like woohoo kind of thing but just like if it's relating to a job promotion if you put in the work if you are a good person who works well with others that creates an environment in which you are a more ideal candidate for any sort of promotion to come up. So, like, if you want to call that manifestation, I don't know. But there's, like, reasoning behind it and there's logic behind it. Mm-hmm. As to, like, you did X, so here's why you get Z. Yeah. Something else talking about, like, just, like, a lot of, like, the simple, the more simple-minded manifestations is kind of, like, the basis of, like, good vibes out, you get good stuff back. And so I also found, like, a Vox article that was talking about manifestation. And I thought it was interesting they mentioned, like, a possible downside to manifestation especially in regards to people who have like anxiety depression or other like mental health things um so this was someone saying it doesn't take manifestation doesn't take those people into account when you have like inherently negative thoughts um and so it said overestimating the power of one's thoughts which is a symptom of ocd among many other disorders could be very dangerous to people who already have anxiety disorders but potentially it might even be enough to start those symptoms happening in someone who originally doesn't um, and this was from a cognitive neuroscientist. Her name's Rhiannon Jones, at least if I'm pronouncing it right. And she said someone who, someone with depression who believes that no one truly loves them, for instance, could theoretically think that just because this thought entered their brain that it makes it true. So uh. it kind of shows like this idea of if someone is believing, believing manifestation. That's the second time you said that. Believing. <laughs> yeah. If someone truly believes manifestation to the sense that like they're all in, if they, then like any of their thoughts could be what they believe in whether good or bad and so it could potentially be a negative especially when it's talking about people who might have like mental health disorders mm-hmm. so i think that's that's kind of when it's like not a, a slippery thing. slope yeah i also feel like the idea of ma- manifestation really blew up like from tiktok like i've been seeing do you know how many manifestation things are on my like tiktok for you page right now it's mostly really? like it's mostly like if you hear this audio, like, oh, yeah, they're, they're everywhere on my For You page. But then, and honestly, like it gets you because it's intriguing. You see these people on TikTok like, that oh, are, like, easy. I'll just, like, save the audio or do yeah. whatever. Which also, because I did that, too. I, like, save the audio. Yeah. Does that just mean you added to your favorites? What does that that's even mean? That's what I've been doing. I was, like, <laughs> I have I been doing it. Because I'm, like, what's the worst that could happen? No, literally. And that's, like, the I have, like, no, nothing in trap. mind. People are just, like, anything good will happen. No, good I will, will say happen. that one audio where it's, like, um, I don't see. Don't chase. I attract. Yeah. That was weird. No. For both of us. Yeah. We're going to talk about it. <laughs> we're we're going to get there. It's going to come out shortly. But those have been all over my For You page. And it's one of those things which is intriguing. Kind of like daily horoscopes. You just kind of want to see if what the happens. shoe fits. And honestly, for some people, it probably makes you like go out of your way to like look for good things. But nothing. Nothing. Yeah. I saw the audio nothing. and I was like, I haven't even thought about it. Yeah. Um, but so. I feel like you see the things that people post. And I feel like that's why TikTok has created such a massive environment for like manifestation because you're seeing all these people whether true or not because honestly we don't know but like they're claiming all these things that happened to them they're like oh my god i saved this audio well, and then five minutes true. later i got a text from so-and-so or like i got an offer for my dream job and everyone's like well shoot i'm just save this audio real quick and it's like even if those are true someone's just probably waiting like they literally know they're going to either get an offer from a job or not by a certain time frame and they, they got the job and they're like it was because of this audio and it was like was it yeah. Or did you actually like just do well on the job interview and you got the job? <laughs> and that's also kind of interesting because then it brings in the question, if we are crediting everything to manifestation, like how do you know when you should just like credit things to your own merit or like yourself, you know? Mm-hmm. I've also seen people complaining about how 
like society is like going backwards because obviously like we've talked about like not like us but like society as a whole um like i think can agree that like society is becoming less religious in a sense and more secular and so everyone's like we're going backwards because like people are turning to like manifestation (laughs) and stuff which is like closer to like a religious kind of thing yeah and not like as secular necessarily but they're like but like it's not religion but like it is kind of it's the idea so i thought that was interesting okay so i had have we ever done any manifestations this was my next thought and since we already kind of answered that and then especially the ones that pop up on tiktok and have they worked (laughs) for us i mean technically (laughs) yeah kind of i've done many like we just said i've done many of those some things and like guess what nothing's happened from them yeah but we have each had interesting time interesting situations sierra can share hers first yeah and also it's like not that exciting so i don't like yeah it's not too excited this was a while ago uh but the audio that like i think everyone has heard if they're event if they've ever been on manifestation tiktok it's the audio where it's like i don't chase i attract what is meant for me will simply find me and you're supposed to like say that out loud i think or like i don't know if you just save the audio or whatever but like you use that audio and it's supposed to like bring someone into your life, which honestly I don't even know who I was manifesting because I know, there I'm was like, no one in my life. Are you manifesting someone specific or? But anyway, um, so you're just seeing what would happen, really. Yeah, I was curious, and I wake up one morning. How long had you been doing this for? Like less know? than a week. It was not that long, and I wake up and I saw that I had a DM from someone. It was like a, like, an early AM DM. So I was like, what? <laughs> um. And, like, keep in mind, this is from someone who I, like, went to high school with. And, like, they'd been DMing me every once in a while. But, like, it had been over a year since they last DMed me. And every single time, she just doesn't respond. <laughs> yeah. But I thought that was weird. Because I was, like, that is not the manifestation I was trying to bring into my life. But, like, that's weird. Yeah. Okay. So, mine was, this happened And I think I told summer. you about that, too. And I was, like, isn't that weird? Yeah. So, this happened, like, over the summer, I'm pretty sure. And I was doing, like, the same thing. I just, like, if I was laying in bed, I was like, eh, okay, why not? <laughs> why not? <laughs> and so I think I was doing – I did it for, like, kind of two weeks, and I was like, whatever. Like, and I stopped doing it after, like – I was like, nothing's happening, and I'm tired of doing this. So I stopped doing it after, like, two weeks or something. Um, and then, like, three or four days later, I had gone to bed, and then I woke up in the morning because Sierra was getting up early for um, – like, she had to go do a clinical, I think. That didn't, wouldn't make sense. I don't know. But anyway, Sierra was up. And so it's, like, 7 in the morning. I'm, like, so tired, and I, like, look at my phone to see what time it is, and I see I have a text. And, like, the amount of – the confusion <laughs> that I had when I saw who texted me, I was, like, what on earth? And it was uh, my ex-boyfriend who hadn't – we had been broken up for over two years and not a singular form of contact whatsoever, ever, ever <laughs> <laughs> between the two of us. <laughs> nothing at all. Not, like, any Instagram likes. Nothing. I unadded him from everything. I still had his phone number. Like, I didn't block him or anything because, like, I was in, like, there was no, like, bad blood per se. But um, he just, like, texted me at, like, 1 in the morning, basically, like, wanting to catch up, get dinner maybe sometime. And I was just like, what on earth? Why? It was weird timing. So I was just like, what are the odds of that? Because it had been over two years. Like, that's kind of crazy. Yeah. But uh, I didn't respond. So <laughs> that wasn't really what I was manifesting either. But it was yeah. weird. And then I'll, after that, it's kind of like, I feel like in order for this audio to make any sense for manifestation, you have to have an idea of like, because like the whole thing is like, I don't seek, I attract. Like, I don't know, I guess it could work for a stranger, but I feel like I've mostly seen people use it in the sense of like, there's someone they know that they want yeah. to like contact them. Or it was them. like an ex. I feel like a lot of times I see it's like an ex that's like, you're not over them. Yeah. You don't want them to be over you. That wasn't really what I was going no. for, but that's what happened, I guess. And so... and. Mine was someone who I, like, don't even talk to, so that was good. And then also sometimes, like, we already, again, kind of touched on this, but I think that after that, I started noticing just, like, a lot more people in the comments of those videos talking about, like, black magic or, like, witchcraft stuff or saying, like, you're forcing these people to, like, reach out to you and it's not, like, genuinely them reaching out to you. And I'm like, I don't, that's not really what I believe. Like, they reached out to you anyways, but it did kind of make me think, like, if I had not been manifesting this, like, would they still have? And I don't know. I was like, this is weird. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to stop. Maybe I shouldn't do this. Um, you know, it's funny. I've seen, uh, it's like mostly in a joking tone, but like on TikTok when I've mostly seen guys post TikToks where it's like, when you're thinking about her all the time, and then you're like, is she like manifesting you right now? <laughs> I haven't seen that. Oh. That'd be funny though. I'd laugh. No, I've seen guys like be like, why am I thinking about her so much? Is she like manifesting me? 
That's funny. Okay. Something else I thought would be kind of fun is I found out there's a subreddit called it's r slash law of attraction. Okay, and hold on. Because that's what everyone, like, there's this thing on Netflix that's, like, this really old documentary type thing. And I think it's called, like, the law of attraction or something like that. And it's, like, old. And everyone's, like, oh, my God, watch this. Like, it changed my life. And me, I was curious. So I was, like, let me see what this is about. I didn't even, like, last five minutes. It was so boring. So. Insightful. Um, I just only ended up on this because I searched, like, I wanted to search with people what was, like, the best thing they've manifested. Just because I thought it'd be fun to share and see what people were saying. Um, and I honestly couldn't find a whole lot, but there were a few things. So, and these are like lighthearted, not deep. So someone said, I manifested donuts. This was 11 hours ago. I was craving donuts really bad and I'm too broke to buy them. So a week later, oh, this is a week later. Did you really manifest them if it was a week later? (laughs) I walked into the kitchen and right there on the table was a box of donuts. The technique I used was the 17 second rule. Pretty much just visualized and I imagined it on the table and my excitement for them and then completely forgot about it. What? How did they get there? They live with someone else. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> if, if they Imagine they've just been talking to their roommate about like, oh, God, donuts would sound so good. And their roommate's like, okay, I'll guess them. You know what did happen, though? This was like last year or two years ago. But remember, we were at Dad's house one time, and I was like, I'm manifesting that Dad's going to walk through the door yeah. with bebops. To, to be fair, it's not that crazy. But we hadn't talked about it. We hadn't talked about it, but like pretty f- And he usually calls us before, be like, you want bebops? But he just showed up with it. So I'm just saying I felt pretty good about that one. That's the other thing that I feel like people don't talk about when you like quote unquote manifest something and then you like end up being right or having it come true. You like kind of feel like a sense of power. Yeah. You're like, what did I just do? <laughs> That's like the only two things in my life I can think of where I've like actually manifested. Okay. Here's something. another one. And when I say actually, it's like, I don't know. So this is, I manifested my desired test week schedule. This is so crazy, so I'll try to explain the best way possible. I have long COVID and I'm really sick, so I can't make a test every week. I get fevers and headaches if I do too much. I told my mom that from the seven subjects we have, I wanted to make five. And I was kind of like, you can just like not take two of the tests. I don't know. And with one day rest between each subject so I can rest. I told her which five subjects I wanted to take. Today the schedule for the test week was posted and guess what? Literally all of my desired subjects fit in my desired schedule. This is so crazy. I'm so happy. All I did was state my wish out loud and detach. I didn't think too much about it. I think I've been too obsessed over all the things I wanted to manifest, but I feel now that detachment works for me. I mean, realistically speaking, the odds of it being exactly how they want would be low. But not zero. But not (laughs) impossible. I mean, that's cool. It's good that it worked out for her, you know? It is. Also, are they like english or something because like when they say like make a test that makes me think of like someone who's from europe yeah I, this, it seems not like the u.s testing system um okay and this was another one when uh this was actually someone posting a question but i actually liked the top response because i feel like it explains if you're gonna believe in manifestation this is the most logical way that i think it applies so the question was why to change my life in a good and kind way is law of attraction real what what was your story that made you a believer so someone said, really cool that you want to change your life. Happy or I hate happy to be happy to be the one to break it to you, but law of attraction oh. is real. Um, it's not a story that made me a believer. I've manifested a life that's pretty much exactly how I want it to be in this moment, but it's not even the manifestations that make me as much a believer as just the logic of it all. It's just logical that if you have positive thoughts about any subject, you're way more likely to come up with great ideas about it or act on impulses to do things when you feel drawn to them, which results in things happening. And it's logical that when you focus, that what you focus on by definition um, is what you're giving your time, energy, and power to. And it's logical that the thoughts that go through your head affect what you say to people, how you say things to people, um, and choices that you make throughout your day, all of which result in different responses and reactions. The easy way to do law of attraction is just to enjoy your life and do what you like as much as you can every day. That's it. Time Time spent in uplifted mindsets is what helps manifest dreams because when you're in an uplifted mindset, you're able to see and perceive all the cool stuff hidden everywhere in the universe waiting for you to notice it. If I manifest, I manifested a job on my dream TV show before I even knew what Love Attraction was just because I've always been a naturally happy-go-lucky guy. So the shortcut is just to have a great time in life and everything does tend to fall right into place like magic. But manifesting on purpose is just about dreaming up what you like and then holding optimistic expectations. And that's it in the process of happening, usually in small pieces along a fun journey that you're meant to enjoy from start to end. I think that was a nice way of putting it. And I feel like what like I agree with you said, that's kind of how I like think of manifestation 
Like, yeah. I don't think it's any, like, voodoo, dark magic. Like, like you can't simply sport. say something of, like, I want this and then do absolutely nothing to make that happen. That's not how the world works. Yeah. Except for, like, the weird one-offs that yeah. we just ha- talked about. But, like, that's just kind of, like, I feel like that's just random chance. I don't know. I think it's still kind of weird, <laughs> if yeah. I'm being honest. But, yeah. I agree, because, like, we talked about, I think that the more positive of a person you are, and, like, one... Like, people are going to enjoy being around you. You'll meet more people that way. And, like, knowing more people opens up opportunities, whether it's for a relationship, a business partnership. And, like, aside from just, like, how you communicate with other people, like, if you are physically doing good work in an area or a field that you enjoy, you know, people are going to notice that. And you're going to have good outcomes. Do you have anything else on manifestation before we turn to astrology and horoscopes? I don't think so. I just feel like my parting words are I think that I agree with it like that Reddit user suggests like how they think yeah, manifestation with works. all the caveats in mind but I don't agree with like that oh it will for sure happen like you just have to think it 17 times a day um beginning in uh, morning and night and then it will happen yeah with no other like work necessary <laughs> okay I have a Two-second history lesson for astrology and horoscopes. So horoscopes and astrology have been around since the 3rd millennium BC. It's been around for quite a while, but it really only gained consumer popularity in the 20th century when, like, daily horoscopes and stuff started being used regularly in, like, newspapers and magazines and stuff like that. Um, And I also have a definition for, because I think definitions are always good to just lay some groundwork. Lay some groundwork. So astrology, this is from Wikipedia, I think. Astrology, in its broadest sense, is a search for human meaning in the sky. It seeks to understand general and specific human behavior through the influence of planets and other celestial objects. It has been argued that astrology began as a study as soon as human beings made conscious attempts to measure, record, and predict seasonal changes by reference to astronomical cycles. I have a side note. My favorite thing is still, I remember I was watching a NCAA football game, and one of the announcers said that the football player was majoring in astrology. <laughs> instead of astronomy okay good place to start for us is do we believe in astrology zero percent honestly i also don't believe in astrology my only caveat to that is like if anyone were to like line me up with like all of the astrological signs i would be without a doubt a virgo and i am indeed i am indeed a virgo i also agree with that we've said that before but i kind of want to say that was like that is true but a broken clock is still right two times a day. Oh, there you go. And kind of like you would be able to find other Virgos who are literally the exact opposite of C or I, who would then by definition not fit with like the whole Virgo definition or personality type. So I think it's just like, I think it's just by chance that we do. Um, and then another thing that I had to like say about that was... Um, I said this and then I got kind of confused and I was like, people that are actually into like astrology are going to be mad at me for like saying this without having any like even a good understanding of it. So I'm going to say what I wrote down, but then I was like, I should look more into this. So not, the fact that we have like our zodiac sign, but then we also now have like moon and no, rising signs yeah. and others. I'm like, to me, it just seems like this consumeristic reach to say, if you don't quite fit in with like that like, definition. Oh, it might oh, not be your, totally uh, your sign like, sign, but like that's your moon sign. rising. That's it just seems like out there. now we're drawing in other it's like well now i have three types. signs that's 25 percent right? <laughs> what like we've got going on got a pretty good chance of being right and that not to mention that this whole thing is so broad and not specific in the first place that like you can almost turn anything into like work for you if you want to see i wrote that down too but then also you're not including the how like the signs are broken into like water fire whatever like oh that's such like a fire sign thing of you to do and now there's like i don't know is there like three in each like fire water air i don't know i don't even know all the things i always think of the hex girls when i (laughs) earth wind fire and air anyway but like that and then plus like the is it moon sun your sun sign is your zodiac sign and then you have like a rising sign and a moon sign are like the main ones but man i for fun because we're gonna do something in a second oh or unless you have other stuff to say. I don't know when it's going to happen. But I took, like, a little, like, I put my birthday and time stuff. Yeah, your birth chart. To, there's a lot on a birth chart. Like, I'm only going to use, like, my three main signs. But holy cow, there's a lot. So, there's a lot of stuff that I, we aren't going to be yeah. talking about. But 
after saying that, I was kind of like, okay, look, I to be fair, I don't even know what your rising sign and moon sign are supposed to be for, like, if they have their own unique purpose. So I found this, like, page that I'm going to read kind of a definition from, and it kind of explains what things are for. So your rising sign, also known as your ascendant, represents the way others see you, your general impression on people and your spontaneous reactions. It reflects the zodiacal sign that was ascending on the eastern horizon at the moment you were born um upon meeting people upon meeting you people interact with your rising sign um does the way is my rising sign of virgo you, you huh is our rising sign of virgo no. you know no um so your rising sign is an more of like the outward appearance of like how others see you is what like i, I would imagine i would imagine most people would see me as a virgo and then your moon sign is more so like your internal self. I thought I had a definition pulled up, so hold on. Um, your moon sign provides dynamic insight into your psyche, so it's important to build a relationship with this placement. Um, okay, hold on. It's up more. The moon sign works behind the scenes, but it has substantial impact on your character. It governs, governs the ebb and flow of your moods. Simply put, it's the internal you. So it's like the rising sign is how other people see you, and then the moon sign is like deeper you i guess and then what is your main sign i I didn't look that up (laughs) just like personality type (laughs) i don't know um you know what i think is impressive like the people who are super into astrology like having such confidence to be able to say like you're this aren't you yeah it's honestly i feel like most of the time they are wrong and then like oh like are you like this rising or like like, they'll say like oh like they're related or sister signs or whatever like oh they're both fire signs so (laughs) Honestly, I wonder if there is, do you think that anyone has found or like done any sort of research to like, not like hardcore research, but like which zodiac signs are least likely to believe in astrology? Because that would be funny. You could see if you have. I would imagine, you know, we talk about Leo's being like, ah, this is such a Leo. I feel like Leo's would be like the most likely sign to like believe in like zodiac astrology horoscope stuff. And, like, maybe Virgo would be the one that would be least likely. Because, like, isn't Virgo supposed to be, like, the type A analytical? You like, could look it up. Uh, that's so Virgo of you to not believe in horoscopes. It's, like, so meta. <laughs> While Sierra does that, I'm going to explain what I thought would be a fun thing to do in this next segment. So, I did indeed find out what my moon and rising sign were. And luckily, and they're for mine, right? Yeah. They'd be the same. Um... And so I also feel like I had done this before and I thought I was getting two different answers. So just to be safe, I did do this on two different websites and it gave me the same thing. So I was kind of like, okay, I'll believe you. Um, And so I'll share what my rising sign is. And then I found like something that explained, you know, personality type and we can kind of discuss if we agree or disagree. But then for the moon sign, I actually found an article that like explained a bunch of different moon signs. I did find something. This is just from like EliteDaily.com. These four zodiac signs are least likely to believe in astrology and they have... Taurus, because they may not find astrology that practical. Gemini, they might have trouble committing to the belief. Virgo, they tend to need proof something is real. <laughs> and Capricorn, they prefer to dismiss things they don't understand. So, like... We are in there. I mean... Um, so, I found an article that has, like, basically descriptions of all the moon signs. And so, instead of telling you what my moon sign is, I'm going to... I think it'd be fun if we, like, read descriptions of moon signs. And I'm going to do my best to, like, not say the moon sign as it's in the description and then we'll kind of like i'll say two you'll say what one and we'll keep going through and see if you can say what one is me and we'll see if it matches and me and because we're the same okay but first since uh, the article i found was only moon sign so rising i'm just going to say what it is and we'll look at the description it gave technically this is for both of us because our birth times are so close together that i think it's the same um so we're virgos by the way in case you didn't know you missed that somehow our rising sign is Libra, and I don't even know. I don't know. I have no thoughts. Libra. Like, not a single thought about what Libras are. So, this is from Cosmopolitan. This is what a Libra rising is actually like. So, this is the one that people see when they yeah. meet you. And that's the first line I read of this, I was just like, I don't know about this. So, your Libra rising, or maybe you're crushing on one, or your BFF is one. Unlike your sun sign, which is also like your main zodiac sign which is determined by your birthday, your rising sun is determined by the time you were born. To get specific, it's determined by which zodiac sign it was on the eastern horizon. We already said that. Um, Okay. 
trying to skip ahead. If you're in need of a peacemaker, someone Sorry, who's willing, <laughs> someone who's willing to maintain it calm and compromise their own comfort for the sake of the group, then you should add a Libra rising to your pack. <laughs> I hate reading these and then kind of being like, mm, I kind of agree. <laughs> Libra risings are a joy to be around, showing care to even even to absolute strangers. In fact, they're ruled by Venus, the planet of beauty and love. So Libra risings were born with a naturally charming demeanor. With age, they only learn to fine-tune their allure. When it comes to the art of flirting, these seducers are very aware of how to speak in the senses. <laughs> no. At their highest vibration, they can be absolutely intoxicating. What does that even. mean? At their highest vibration? There's a lot of, like, there's, like, frequencies that people talk about in horoscopes and stuff. And even, I think, manifestation, too. I was like, that's, I, above that's too my pay grade. Um, Libra Risings know how to be the life of the party without even trying. That was the no. part where I was I'm like, sorry, guys. Absolutely not. We can debunk zodiac signs right now. <laughs> Um, they're so calm, cool, and collected that everyone just wants to be around them. Mind you, you should not get on a Libra Rising's bad side. One, it's really hard because yeah, they actively work to make sure they don't have any bad sides. Two, why would you want to? Of all the rising signs, Libra Risings are the most committed to maintaining balance. If you push them, it's probably because you're a jealous, insecure hater. Oh, okay. So that was, um, I mean, I don't want to say like, oh my god, like everything else rang so true, but like, I mean, I think it's, like, I'm an agreeable person. Yeah. Like, who again. Doesn't, but who doesn't want to say they're an agreeable person? Yeah. Like, too. I think everyone would be like, oh, like, that's so me. You know? Except for things that's, like, obviously debunked where it's like, am I the life of the party without trying? It would not be obvious to me. But I would mm-hmm. say no. Yeah. So, eh, I don't know. Okay. So, the moon sign is going to remain a secret. And I... And I was supposed to guess which moon sign we are. <clears throat> yeah. But okay. we're going to just go, like, one at a time. And you're going to kind of... I know we're not so afraid of this though, because I think you already said that we weren't. <clears throat> I'll just listen to them though. I have to be careful not to say like the names of these. I'm also going to go and like, these are in random order. Okay. Um, I guess it doesn't matter because you don't. Yeah. Know. I was like, I, you could say it's a Gemini and be like, that doesn't matter. Okay. Um, so I don't have to, I don't, okay. I don't, you have, don't have to, to do anything. Good. I was going to be like, this is going to be hard because it <laughs> mentions all of them in here. Okay. The first sign of the Zodiac Aries is known for an impulsive and fiery disposition. Likewise, no. those born with an Aries moon are often identified by their signature hot-headedness. No. Aries, moon, <laughs> Aries moons know what they want or at the very least they desire or their desires can feel like needs. They're emotionally satisfied by excitement, spontaneity, and victory. Whatever that means to them, having an Aries moon may feel like having a beautiful yet temperamental child living inside of you who always has to go first and get what they want. The challenge is to merge this strength with the maturity of their other often earth sign placements. And like this is also like the one that's like the inner you, like the psyche, right? I have yeah. to keep that in mind. I'm still going to say I don't think so. Okay, here's the next one. Um, Taurus is one of the most sensual signs of the zodiac. Those born with a Taurus moon are satiated by cozy environments, delicious meals, and expressions of luxury. The Taurus moon is a creature of habit and will always prefer stability over change. A Taurus moon can provide grounding, especially in contrast to an emotional water sign sun. I feel no, but between the two so far, I'll keep that one in mind. So right now we're we're at Taurus, so let's go to Gemini next. Gemini is known for mercuriality. After all, this sign is governed by Mercury. A Gemini grounds themselves with facts and information, so communication is paramount for those born under a Gemini moon. It is critical that Gemini moons have outlets for expression. They should celebrate their loquaciousness and socialize in a variety of communities. Gemini energy requires a lot of attention and upkeep, so those with Gemini moons must ensure someone is always fawning over them. Do you want to stick with Taurus or go with Gemini? Mm, we'll switch to Gemini. I need okay. to like, not watch you because I feel like you'll like give something away. <laughs> like i'll like switch or something yeah, about like, face. yeah the moon governs cancer so as a moon sign cancer is in its planetary domicile those born under this lunation are extremely impacted by their surroundings and can instantly read the energy of a of a room as the moon is constantly changing their emotions are always in flux it's important for the cancer moon to always feel safe and supported so those with cancer moons would be wise to keep a trusted inner circle of family and friends i'm gonna stay so we're at gemini still I thought I was, was it Gemini? The third one? Yeah. Okay. I never Leo. identified as a Gemini. <clears throat> huh? I said I've never identified as a Gemini. Don't people hate them? Isn't Maggie a Gemini? 
maybe. <laughs> um, Leo is ruled by the sun, but in moon placement, this fire sign needs to work twice as hard to make sure it's visible. The Leo moon is a creative spirit fueled by warmth, generosity, and naturally an audience. The Leo moon hates to feel eclipsed, so those born under this lunation should find stages on which they can share their innate gifts. No. If the Leo moon is neglected, those may act... Sears like... <laughs> we always like to hate on Leos, because, like, they're just too much. So Sears like, I'm sure not a Leo moon. It's just, like, the like over indulgence in themselves that isn't necessarily like the like what leos do but like it's how the sign is portrayed and like leos seem to love being leo so i can only imagine that they are self-indulgent so virgo moon virgo is the most analytical sign of the zodiac accordingly those with a virgo moon placement are satisfied by logic organization and structure Virgo moons excel at creating comprehensive dynamic systems for themselves and perhaps even more importantly for others. They love to be helpful and are always fulfilled when contributing in practical ways. Virgo moons require a lot of soothing as their mind never stops worrying. Those with the Virgo moons should implement a mindfulness practice, try meditating, and work with a therapist to keep anxious thoughts at bay. I do relate to that, but like also just... It could be your sun sign. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm going to stick with Gemini mostly because I think we already like, you already think like slipped in so that we weren't the same sign. So, I'm sticking with Gemini. All right, next we're doing Libra. Libra is symbolized by the scales, a visual representation of balance, harmony, and union. Those born under this lunation are natural mediators, and Libra moons are happiest when keeping the peace. They also thrive in a partnership, so it's common to find Libra moons moving seamlessly between relationships. In fact, sometimes (laughs) Sierra's shaking her head. Um, In fact, sometimes Libra moons may start a new romance while in the middle of another one. Oh. Oh, Libras. Libra moons will benefit from finding validation through themselves rather than others. That seems contradictory That's to what, what that just said. Um, I feel like other than the relationship stuff, like I could say the mediator role being a thing. So I'll keep that in the back burner. But like, I think right now I'm still sticking with Gemini. Scorpio is a water sign known for its high-octane emotional intensity. Scorpio moons crave deep connections and transformative experiences, and they also take privacy seriously. Those with this placement should honor it by creating and maintaining boundaries because they are prone to volatile emotions. It's important for Scorpio moons to prioritize mental health. Oh, yes, they're also... I'm not going to read that. <laughs> um, anyway. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm staying. All right. So still with Gemini. How many do I have left? One, two, three, four, four. Okay. Sagittarius is the last fire sign represented by the archer. Sagittarius is known for brazen curiosity, and Sagittarius moons are fulfilled by philosophy, travel, and intellectual expansion. Those born under this placement are always on a quest, and it's important for them to have the freedom to explore and embrace the unknown. Those with Sagittarius moons must be careful of talking over people. People in the comments are being like, that's Megan. (laughs) Um, dominating, dominating conversations and acting smarter than everyone else around them but they are so much fun to be around that they can get away with just about anything i kind of vibe with that one <laughs> uh but like the inward me i don't know i think that sagittarius for me is now above whatever was in second place does it beat gemini though was second place the Libra, maybe we're talking about like mediators, right? Or like things, yeah. except for like the romance that was Libra. Okay, I think so I have Sagittarius above that now. Okay, I'm gonna leave Gemini at number one though. I think I'll just kind of like see how everything trickles out. Okay, Capricorn, hardworking and industrious, Capricorn is renowned for steadfast dedication. Within a moon placement, Capricorn is fulfilled through successes and achievements. Those born under this lunation take their responsibilities seriously, connecting their emotions to their accomplishments. The Capricorn moon should always be working toward a goal, but Capricorn moons aren't all work and no play. They have quite the naughty side and impress everyone by partying all night after working all day <laughs> and someone and someone being amazing at all of it. Capricorn moons will benefit from opening up and sharing their emotions as they tend to put up brick walls. The party all night thing doesn't resonate with me. Um, the getting whatever like emotions from achievement, that hit a little bit. <laughs> um, but I'm going to say no. Aquarius. So we have two more. Aquarius is the most humanitarian sign of the zodiac, so those born under this moon experience their emotions as part of the collective experience. The Aquarius moon is fueled by egalitarianism, so these individuals often emote based on their values rather than their sensitivities. 
The Aquarian moon wants to do the right thing, even if that means putting the greater good above their own needs. Despite their potential humanitarian interests, Aquarius moons can also be distant, unreliable, and a bit holier than thou. They must make sure to actually value others as much as they value themselves. I don't think so. And here is the last one. The final sign of the zodiac is associated with great empathy and innate psychic powers. Accordingly, sensitive Pisces moons are constantly absorbing energy. They feel deeply, and without an anchor, they can be they can easily be engulfed in a sea of emotions. Those with this placement should honor their moon sign by celebrating their otherworldly creativity and benevolent generosity. Those with Pisces moons are also deeply spiritual and philosophical and love sharing their knowledge with others. Pisces moons tend to be described as old souls. No. Honestly, this, like, makes me think of, like, how to talk about, like, being filled with emotion and stuff and, like, really emotional. I wish I was more emotional. I, like, get jealous of people that I see, like, crying after they, like, read a book. A lot of people said they cried when they read The Song of Achilles. And, like, I can get it, but I'm, like, not a sheer, or not a tear was shed when I read the book. And sometimes I kind of, like, I want to cry when I read a book, you know? Do you? Sometimes I feel like it'd be weird to, like, feel that, like, high of, like, an emotion just from reading. But anyways, I don't think that's it. So I'm between Gemini and Sagittarius. Can you at least tell me if it's one of those or not? It's not. Oh, okay. Well, it doesn't matter. We are Taurus moon signs. That was the second one. It was a shorter one. So you did pick it at one point because it was between <laughs> the first and second one. And you were like, it's not the first one. So to read it again, Taurus is one of the most sensual signs of the zodiac. Those born with a Taurus moon are satiated by cozy environments, delicious meals, and expressions of luxury. The Taurus moon is a creature of habit and will always prefer stability over change. A Taurus moon can provide grounding, especially in contrast to an emotional water sign sun. Do we have a water sign sun? Virgo does not. I think Virgo is an earth sign. I'm going to look it up because I, I actually think I think we are earth signs. Water signs are Cancer, Scorpio, and Pisces. I feel like you just talk from how they, like, sound. <laughs> I don't know. Well, it's funny because, like, you read that again. It's like, oh, like, I can see. But, but it I feel like that's enough. how it's all the backtracking. It's the astrology works. I like, agree. Oh, I guess I can kind of see that. Like, clearly you didn't pick it when... That was the whole point of us doing that. It was like, mm-hmm. you didn't pick it enough all the way through. Because you were like, no, I think this fits better. Yeah. But you look back and it's like, who doesn't love like cozy meals and a bias. good environment and stability? Yeah. The meals thing is interesting. A good meal. I thought the description was definitely different than the others, but yeah, that was kind of my thing I had planned. So, so should we talk about horoscopes? Yeah. So, I don't know about you. I think I check my horoscope like once every maybe three months. <laughs> I would say less than that for me. I feel like it has to be like something that I explicitly like think of where I'm like, what did my horoscope say today? Which is not often. Did you look up today's horoscope? No. But like that's the thing is horoscopes these days are boring. I want them to say like you're gonna trip and like stub your toe. Right? And then you read it at the end of the day and you see if it actually But like a lot of times it's just like you know how like fortune cookies these days don't tell you a fortune, they just like are words of wisdom. That's what horoscopes kind of feel like to me. I'm looking at the Virgo daily horoscope today. This isn't horoscope.com, though. Should I go to horoscope.com? I don't know. Uh, that's kind of long. I'm going to go to a different one. Do the horoscope people have to, like, work together to make sure, like, the horoscopes are kind of the same? No. It's a business. They just write what they want. Um, also, what? what does Mercury being in retrograde even mean? I don't know. And I swear it's always in retrograde. You know, it's funny. I saw a TikTok and it was talking about the COVID vaccine. And um, I think people were talking like, oh, like there's mercury in the vaccine. And then I saw a comment and the comment was like, um, mercury is not in the vaccine. It's in retrograde. I thought that was funny. Here's today's horoscope for our fellow Virgos. Today, let your emotions mingle with your thoughts. What good is telling yourself you must like something if you really can't stand it? What good are grand principles if your heart isn't in them? Take the time to put your head in sync with your heart today. Like, now, had that I'm been a sorry. couple days ago when we decided to take a TC2 break? Maybe. I don't know. Or, you know what's funny? is like, if you go to, like, the, like, you know how they have it, like, broken down into, like, work relationships yeah. or whatever? I swear sometimes I read love. the relationship one, and it, like, always, like, assumes you're in a relationship. And I'm like, well, that's nothing. Here's the love. You usually feel attractive, except if you are in a shy mood. You will want to learn how to feel more confident today. 
let go of those feelings of inferiority and allow yourself to truly shine like you have things th- to offer the world that no one else can like that's just like a hype up that's not yeah. like anything which like i guess if you you know are running horoscope business you want to be generic enough where it kind of just fits everyone but i want to be told you're going to trip down the stairs today i should say something good and not like stub your toe <laughs> or trip downstairs. Like, you're going to find $100 in cash on the ground. Like, I want to be that specific. Yeah. And then I'd believe it. <laughs> but they can't do that. Because then there's, like, we can't only have 12 things happen to every person in the world today. Wouldn't that be funny, though? A 12th of the population finds $100 in the ground? <laughs> That'd be a pretty good deal. Well, that's all I had on my notes. I think that's all I had on mine. I'll double check one last time. Da, 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 da. yeah pretty much i think it's all it's fun and games it's fun to mess around and talk about this stuff i had a fun time you know quizzing sierra on you know what moon sign she thought we were and honestly There's i feel like things sometimes you just want to be able to explain something that has no other explanation and some people turn to manifestation some people turn to astrology horoscopes some people call it karma okay i have another question actually if you because a lot of times Astrology is typically more of something like that girls are into, and like if they're really into it, they'll want to know like their that's weird, uh, like significant others or like they want to know like before they even like start talking to someone what their sign is. That's weird. If I was on the other side of that, I'd be like, really? No, I think that's weird. I think like a lot of guys say it's a red flag. I think it's a fair red flag <laughs> for a girl to be like, you're going to uh, judge me based off of my like horoscope, but. I just wanted your thoughts. Okay. Hope you guys enjoy this episode. Let us know your birth chart in the comments <laughs> below. And what your thoughts are on manifestation, astrology, all that good stuff. And we will talk to you guys next Thursday. Bye. Bye.